0: you think about it was Jesus wealthy <laughs> he had no money in a bank account but he had the riches of heaven and he could call down any resource he needed at any time that he needed it so he was really really rich
1: which proves the point that's yeah. a pretty good competitive advantage mm-hmm. for a young businesswoman in the marketplace or man to that's the God that mm-hmm. lives in you yeah. encouraging inspiring and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Hey, everybody. In this episode with Mike, we're going to be talking about how to invite Jesus Christ into your business, to partner with Him Mm -hmm. in, in ways that may even blow your mind on how real He is. As Mike says, He's one breath away. He lives inside of you. And not only does He want to connect you with the Father, He also wants to connect you to a high level of influence in the marketplace. And so maybe as we learn to partner with Jesus, we'll see what we're doing in the marketplace grow substantially. Welcome to Coach and Joe once again. I'm here with Mike Hardagree. You know I love these recordings just for me. I learn in these things. I do. Like it's funny. Have you ever noticed when you teach, you learn? Oh yeah. I think one of the best ways to grow is just start
0: teaching. Preparing for a lesson. You, yeah, you learn a lot. Yeah, yes. yeah.
1: Like I, I'm sitting here. We're doing these podcasts, and we're hope hopefully a lot of leaders in the marketplace are listening to this. Mm-hmm. But I love it because what God. Shows me while I'm listening to you talk and even some things coming out of my mouth. So, hey, I'm here to learn, not just teach. Me too. So let's go for it. Uh, You have been teaching a class here for quite a while. uh, Well, I say a while, a couple months. Just marketplace leadership. What does it look like to know God on a deep level? And at the same time, you're not leading on church staff. It's God in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And so I literally printed out what you've already been teaching. Last couple episodes, I thought we'd get through all of it, and I think I got through two slides (laughs) on one of them. It's just so rich. So here we go. I love what you said on the slide. This was in 2019 from the father to Mike. So this is what (laughs) he told you. The greatest competitive advantage any marketplace person can possibly have is to walk in deep friendship with me.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: A lot of people, Mike, are like, wait a minute. I'm all about not going to hell when I die, going to heaven, but deep friendship Mm -hmm. with the gods. You can't see, taste, touch, Mm -hmm. hear, feel, smell. This has become so common in our conversations, but this has got to be a little bit shocking to certain people of like, what do you mean deep friendship Mm -hmm. with God? Mm -hmm. I think that is the, this is the first obstacle to overcome for many people is the fact that God actually cares about not just you, but what you're doing. You you said it was, you said that your friendship with God was gradual, which it is for most of us. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one moment where it went from cordial to your words are oh, yeah. deep friendship? Do you remember?
0: Oh yeah. It was, um, Christmas and new year's, uh, 2011, and uh, I'd been dissatisfied uh, hmm. for quite a while, dissatisfied in a way that uh, I was hungry. I was hungry for more, Chad. And so uh, the Lord uh, set it set me up to take 17 days away from work over the Christmas holidays, my vacation time, plus the holidays. And I went out to our cabin to pray. And you know the story well. Yeah. And I'll just share it very quickly. But that's uh, when I, I cried my heart out. Um, Literally, as well as just just earnestly seeking Him for 17 days. And I'm talking about minimum four or five hours a day, up to eight or nine hours a day. I was uh, reading the Bible, praying, just seeking God's heart, and in between doing a lot of resting, because it was it's, it's, uh, earnest work. And uh, that is when, when I was so desperate and so hungry for Him that everything changed. It went from uh, loving God, to he's my everything. It, it, it went from um, knowing God in a casual way and uh, having served him and done all the churchy kind of things to I, I realized that Psalm 91, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. There is a secret place. And I found it and I had never had anybody teach me about it or preach on it or whatever. But I found that there is a secret place and it is a place of peace and of joy and supernatural lifestyle. And it's just a place where he's your everything. And where Psalm uh, 79, uh, no, I'm sorry, 73, uh, I can't recall the verse, I think it's verse 15. It says, whom, ha, whom have I in heaven but you O Lord there is nothing on this earth I so delight in or desire as much as you and then a few verses later it said but as for me it is good to draw near to God that's when my relationship with the Lord really became alive you know what
1: I think David's success was
0: yeah. his
1: baseline started in deep friendship mm-hmm. He really, if if you look at his life in three journeys, Bethlehem, Hebron, Jerusalem, all hell breaks loose in Hebron with Mm -hmm. Saul. But David got his start in the secret place. He did. And so by the time he got to Jerusalem, I don't know, probably 17 years later, we're not really sure, maybe 15 years, he took the secret place with him. Mm -hmm. For a lot of young leaders, if they have success too fast, they have too much power in the marketplace, If that secret place is not deep in you that worldly place is going to dominate you and and i think how awesome how don't
0: you wish you could go back and discover that secret place when you were 22. oh are you kidding me yeah i tell the students in the college all the time i just so wish Mm. i knew when i was your age what i know now
1: i think that i think that's where we're going with really what god's doing around here in our church as this Antioch's being built, this mm-hmm. ecclesia, this priestly, kingly, it's, we don't wanna just teach classes on investing strategy, how to make better deals in real estate. Really, mm-hmm. we wanna get people so connected to the Father that they take that secret place. They have that competitive advantage of His voice in those business meetings, in those deals, in those investment opportunities. He's brilliant.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what He told me the other day? I hadn't told you this. Uh-huh. So I didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. I it just came out of my mouth. <clears throat> I was playing golf and I was on the putting green getting ready to play, and I was just thanking him. I said, "Father, you are so wealthy." You know what he said to me?
0: What is that? And I
1: I started laughing. I was like, "Well, you're right." He said, "Chad, I don't have money. I am above all currency." Yeah. And I was like, "God, that's true." Yeah. You are. You're even above our limited. Currency structures.
0: You're <laughs> oh, God. He, you think about it. Was Jesus wealthy? He, he had no money in a bank account, but he had the riches of heaven and he could call down any resource he needed at any time that he needed it. So he was really, really rich. Which proves the point. That's yeah. a
1: pretty good competitive advantage mm-hmm. for a young businesswoman in the marketplace or man to that's the God that <laughs> lives in you. Yes. That may matter whether yeah. you're talking about plastics, owning a business, whatever. Okay. I want to I want to mm. jump into another conversation on uh, prosperity.
0: Mm.
1: Not health, wealth, prosperity, gospel, as so many know it. I'm talking about the, the word prosperity and how much it shows up in the Bible. Yes. So this is just verse after verse after verse that you printed out. I'm just going to read some stuff, and then we're going to talk about it. Great. And I'm I want to— I Really get out of you practically how does someone step into seeing how the fear of the Lord and prosperity are married. Mm-hmm. Psalm 25, 12. Uh, who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. They will live in prosperity, and their children will inherit their land. It's tied together. Deuteronomy 5, 29. Oh, that they would always have hearts like this, that they might fear me and obey all my commands. <laughs> if they did, they and their descendants would prosper forever fear the lord prosperity let's just go one more so moses told the people you must be careful to obey all the commands of the lord your god following his instructions in every detail stay on the path that the lord your god has commanded you to follow then you will live long and prosperous lives in the land you're about to enter and occupy what has the father shown you about the correlation the marriage between the fear of the lord and the Mm -hmm. prosperity that follows that
0: yeah well the uh the flow chart that we've talked about here the last few sessions. And it all begins with fearing God and knowing him, which leads to, that gives us a heart to want to please him. And so then we can hear his voice and obey him. And all of these, and Chad, and we talked about this last time, there are hundreds of verses that tie together knowing God, fearing him and obeying him with prosperity The other thing I love about those verses is that it's not just prosperity for us in our life. Every one of those verses talk about a legacy for your children and the generations that follow you. So it's a legacy prosperity. It's not a one-generational prosperity. That is incredible to think about.
1: You know, one of the dangers, I believe, if you focus so much on just your identity in Christ, Mm -hmm. how much he loves us, Abba Father, I understand it's so important. But if that ever gets out ahead of the fear of the Lord yes yes he loves me yes, I'm righteous mm-hmm. yes, I'm as clean as Jesus Colossians 1 21 and 22 mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah he is God and I am not mm-hmm. uh, Have you ever heard the Greek word um, <clears throat> I cannot pronounce it 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 when it when you come before the Lord to worship him Procania it's to lick the hand of the master
0: oh no, I've not heard that like one. a dog oh.
1: Or Paul would yeah. say, do loss, mm-hmm. a love slave. Mm-hmm. There's such a reverence. Fear the Lord looks like mm-hmm. Psalm 24:1. Everything in the world is the Lord's and everything in it. Yes. You really didn't work for Titex. You worked for Jesus Christ, according mm-hmm. to Colossians 3:23. Mm-hmm. What if young marketplace leaders showed up every day and as you prayed, Lord Jesus, you're my boss. That's fearing the Lord right there.
0: It, it is. It, it, you know, I can't say every morning. Every morning I was in my office yeah. at work uh, for 38 years at, at Titex at that company. Um, I, you know, 80% of the time, I can't say every day, but I shut my office door and I prayed. And my prayer was, Lord, you know, how are we gonna do this today? <laughs> Yeah, how we're going to partner up today and bring you know glory to the kingdom of heaven and make this company prosperous and and uh, well. You know, yeah, what? I, yeah, go ahead. What I noticed, you didn't
1: give him advice; you're asking him for advice.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, hey, he knows way more <laughs> than me.
1: <laughs> I think, um, I think you're just talking about humility because uh, mm. a lot of people misunderstand fear a lot. What does it mean to fear the Lord? It's humility. Yes. Hey Lord, uh, what are we doing today? How are we going to be successful? Mm-hmm there's something the power of you saying that out of if I'm a young business leader me saying that not just thinking it it releases such a avalanche of heaven because it's just dependency mm-hmm. you're admitting weakness absolutely right yeah so yeah all right let's plow through some some mm-hmm. of your slides here you ready okay. yeah okay so we're getting into competitive advantage which I love talking about grace that way you said this, Warren Buffett has said that he likes to invest in a business with enduring competitive advantages that is run by able and owner-oriented people. Let me read that again. Yeah, A business with enduring competitive advantages that is run by able and owner-oriented people. Can you expound on that a little
0: bit? Okay. Warren Buffett. most folks know who he is, but uh, may not realize he's uh, one of the richest men in the world and considered probably the best uh, stock market equity investor uh, of all time. Extremely, extremely wealthy man. And so in the context of what the Lord told me in 2019 uh, that we just referred to a few moments ago, that the greatest advantage any businessman can have is to walk in deep friendship with me. And so the context that the Lord put that in for me, which is also confirmed here by one of the best investors of all time, is competitive advantage because uh, for many, many years, I was vice president of strategic business development. So in business development, we were constantly looking for a strategic competitive advantage. And and that can be defined in many ways, and we won't go into that today. But that's what separated you, differentiated you, and gave you a, um, a moat of protection around a fortress of a business that you were establishing and creating. And so that's what Warren Buffett is saying. That's what he wants to invest in a company that has a strategic competitive advantage with able owners. And so guess who owns us? Well, you go here. <laughs> this is your oh, yeah. name.
1: I want to read this because oh. this is exactly where you're going. We are all able to hear, if we're his kids, the mm-hmm. voice of the one who possesses all wisdom and knowledge. Because yes. we are his, we have a very able owner partner.
0: Yes. That's it. We, we have that. And, and that owner part, he lives in us. To me, it's still, all of these years, it's incomprehensible that the very same spirit who raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. He's in, he's a breath away. And all I have to do is tap in and just say, "Sweet Je- Lord Jesus, just you know, what's the, what's the uh, solution for this problem?
1: Mike, I think part of the challenge here, Mm -hmm. I don't think many marketplace leaders believe he cares about stuff like that. Yeah. If I'm the devil, I would spend most of Mm -hmm. my time Mm -hmm. trying to convince God's kids Mm -hmm. that he's distant and he sure doesn't care about what you're doing in business. Yeah. The truth is, not only is he not distant, he's the one that's led you into where you are in the marketplace, but he's waiting. This is how faith works. He wants that that cry out, you have not because you asked not. Yes, that humility. Eighteen times Mm -hmm. the Lord said, let it be done to you as you believed. Mm -hmm. There is a part we play in this partnership, and that part is, Lord Jesus, I don't know what to do here. Mm -hmm. I need your wisdom, your influence. He'll answer your prayer before
0: you finish praying it. Uh, Well, sometimes, honestly, I find most of the time he doesn't answer it really quickly, and that it's a walking out, and it's actually, uh, he's preparing us for the answer, uh, uh, preparing our faith, and and even in practical ways. But um, I found, uh, honestly, that probably 80% of the time, Chad, that the answer would come to me in the wee hours of the morning when my mind was clear of the uh, day-to-day things and mess going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mind was clear and I was focused on him. And, and a lot of times when I was reading the word and in the word, and it would come out in a verse that if I, if I showed you, you would say, how in the world did you get an answer to that problem from that verse? Well, all I can say is Holy spirit gave it to me. And, uh, he, he gave me divine connections. He resourced things. It, it's amazing what God will do when you bring him in as your partner. Well, Maybe it's time for many of us that are listening uh, just to bring Jesus
1: Christ in as your partner. Yeah. He's undefeated. He's unbelievable. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ that whatever you have your hands to, may you partner with the one that can make you look like a great leader, a great decision maker, and may you always give him credit for everything he does in and through you. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach & Joe talk show on YouTube and check out coachandjoe.com for more resources, blogs, and merch. We will see you next time.